Episode 8 of Spiritual Fortitude. I am your ambassador of grace, Dr. Angela Kennel, and I am so grateful and full of gratitude right now to join you once again. You know, the number 8 is uh, the number of new beginnings, and after uh, episode 7, yes, it is a new beginning um, in so many areas of my life, and I hope yours as well. Um, it's just um, a beautiful thing to be able to do what God has charged you to do and walking um, in the purpose purpose that he set uh, before you. And with Spiritual Fortitude, this is his podcast, first and foremost. Um, I lay uh, no claim to it because it was definitely um, a divine order. And I am grateful uh, just to be here once again. Thank you to everyone that reached out to me. Um, personally, after episode seven, um, that was um, a pretty tough episode for me, but I thank God that I got through it. And I want you to know that uh, your kind words um, are welcomed and needed. And thank you for your ongoing prayers because um, grief is definitely not something um, to take lightly. And um, it's something that uh, we all go through. Um, in going through this journey um, of life. Uh, with that being said, it's just so fitting right now, you know, talking about death the last time, and now we're talking about life and um, the beauty of it all. So um, it, it, I, it was a no-brainer for me um, to have my guest, and um, I'm just so grateful for her yes. And uh, you will hear her voice in a few minutes. I do want to go through um, her bio. 
uh, Sonya Bridges is a woman of God who truly believes in going about doing good to all who are oppressed of the devil. Um, hmm. Okay. Okay. Oh my God. That, that, all right. A woman of God who knows that through her trials and tests, she has been empowered to empower others. She is affectionately known as the empowered woman and waiting to light a fire to whatever she strikes. Yes, her resume includes slaying a bear, a lion, and Goliath. She also operates as a pastor, teacher, evangelist, and a prophet, but prefers to simply be called Sonia, a woman of God. She believes in letting people call her what they see her operating in. The gift of faith and healing rests upon her life. Her hands have brought forth many proven miracles. Her latest test has exemplified that she really believes in the word of God and will stand on it any day, even if she must stand alone. Amen. She took a death sentence from man and turned it into a life sentence. Walking with God is nothing new to her. In fact, God has journeyed her through several trials and allowed her to come out like gold. Listeners, I bring to you powerful woman of God, Sonya Bridges. Hey, Sonya. Hey, hello, Dr. Kendall. <laughs> you almost called me. I did. Let's go ahead and get it out I, there. I did. I did. See, Sonya is like my God sister. Sonya's mother and father, Dr. Mickey Austin and Mr. Well, Mayor Robert Aaron were my mother's two best friends. And so she's known me all my life, and my nickname is Mika. So, <laughs> so if you call me Mika today, I'm okay. okay I'm okay. okay. We 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 family, so okay. it's okay. It's okay. okay. But how okay. are you? I'm doing fine. Oh my God, I'm so excited to have you here. I'm so glad to be here. Oh man, and you got your baby patience over in the cut with you. Beautiful. That has been ever. my angel. Really. That has been my Praise angel. Praise God. That's beautiful. Man, I uh, I want to send a shout out to Uncle Robert and Aunt Mickey, and um and everybody back home in yes. Dawson, Georgia. Great things come out of Terrell yes, County. Yes, it does. It comes does. out of Terrell County. So, mm-hmm. I but I, I want to get into it because I my heart is about to jump out of my chest because I tell you when you share with me your testimony and and you are writing your bio, you have many. But this one, I couldn't shake. And that particular day that you talked to me on my way home, because we were home, so on my way back up here to Atlanta, I had a talk with God because I could not shake. I couldn't shake it. And so in my midst of talking with him, I said, God, she has to share that with the world because there's so many that, you know, the doctor tells you something and you think, yes. oh, it's it. It's, it's a wrap. Yes. It's over. Mm-hmm. It's it. But your story is opposite of that. And yeah. so in your way, because only you can tell it in your way, please share your testimony. Well, I'm going to have to take my time. Take your time. And because it's so much, yes. I'm going to have to give what's what's important yes the important parts gotcha but maybe starting last year mm-hmm. maybe the beginning of last year mm-hmm. i i noticed my weight i start losing weight 
Wow. Which was not abnormal because I had braces. Right. And so I said, well, you know, I got braces. I'm not eating like I should. So I blame that on the braces. Mm -hmm. But maybe like mid, mid, maybe June last year, mm -hmm. I noticed other changes in my body. Mm -hmm. I noticed that um, when I used, when I went to the restroom, I noticed I didn't have a normal bowel movement. Got you. And my weight started to continue to wow. decline. Okay. And I noticed like sometime at work, I would feel like weak and I would pray mm -hmm. and then I would feel better mm -hmm. and I would keep going mm -hmm. and I would keep going. Well, let's say maybe October, my weight started going like, like that. Bad. It started going fast. Okay. And so God had told me, he said, I need for you to go to the doctor because I know I wasn't going to go. And I said, God, why am I going to the doctor? And he said, I need for you to go to get me documentation, not me, but uh -huh. him okay. documentation. Okay. So I'm like, okay, God, what are you talking about? Mm -hmm. And I said, okay, I'm going to go. Mm -hmm. Well, I put it off. And then God sent an angel to me. And the angel said, I think you need to go to the doctor. Mm. I said, okay. Won't he use somebody? But I still, you know. but I still took my time. I still. Even after that? After that. I'm okay. like, okay, okay. I'm like, okay. And so finally, maybe end of October. Okay. After I saw my weight, and from June to October, my BMs were never normal. They were always violent. Oh my God. Yes. It was like violent. Oh. And so I'm like, okay. I mm -hmm. need to go see somebody. And mm -hmm. so, you know, we're in the midst of a pandemic. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so trying to get that appointment is kind of tight because yeah. you're in a pandemic. But right. I never was in a panic. Okay. But my mom kept saying, you know, something ain't right. You know, you're losing weight. Mm -hmm. And I kept blaming it on, you know, the braces, the braces. Mm -hmm. And it had even got to the point where I would pad myself with extra clothes so that my mama wouldn't notice it, so that my child wouldn't notice it. Gotcha. Even when I went to work, I yeah. would put on extra clothes because I knew my weight was right it was rapidly going mm -hmm. so the end of october i did get up i went to see a doctor mm -hmm. and uh she said um you know something going on with your stomach maybe it's a what's h pylori yeah okay M no maybe a virus or something right so maybe come back in two weeks let's see if you gain weight if you're not bleeding from your rectum let's see how that goes okay so went back in two weeks i gained some weight mm. i still was never bleeding okay so after the two weeks i started back <laughs> losing the weight and wait, so wait now wait so you went okay so for for a short period of time you started back gaining I weight did. so it looked like you know whatever it was it was okay. Mending, okay and then after that it went back to what it went back my god it went back and so when i went back in two weeks i, I called her i said uh i think i'm i'm gaining now mm -hmm. and she said well come back and come back and see me and so I went back and see her. She said, how about it? How's about your BM? I said, it's still abnormal. She said, that's not right. You, you should have a normal BM. Mm -hmm. And so she said, can I, I want to test some of your specimen. And I'm like, uh, that's not going to be possible to do that. Right. Because it's so violent. I'm not going to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. And so she said, well, even though you're not bleeding from your rectum, mm -hmm. she said she want to do a colonoscopy. I never had one. Okay. And honestly, I never thought about having one. Right. And so she said, I can schedule for one in January. Okay. So from October to January, wait, study. <laughs> My wait, study going, study. <laughs> My wait, study going, study going. And so January, when I went to do the colonoscopy, she said, she said I want to run some blood work on you. Okay. And so she ran the blood work. They could hardly get any blood. And I said, well, that's, that's normal because I'm always 
you know, you can hardly get blood from me. So okay. that's normal. That's okay. okay. But she did get some blood. Mm-hmm. So she scheduled a colonoscopy in January. And I got that in like the second week of January. Mm-hmm. And I went to have my colonoscopy. And I remember waking up. And she said, I, I, I need you to wake up. Wake, I need you to wake up. Wake up. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. And she said, um, she said, I could not even do a colonoscopy. She couldn't do it. She said, when I started to go in, she said, something blocked. Oh, glory. Mm. Something blocked me. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I wasn't able to go in. My God. She said, but I did get a few pictures. Uh-huh. So I said, okay, I'm still not saying nothing. Uh-huh. I'm just listening. Right. So she said, you, you have a, a, a tumor in your rectum. And I'm still like, okay. Jesus. Okay. Okay. And. This is a GI doctor talking to me. Mm-hmm. She said, I only was able to get a few pictures. Mm-hmm. And this is what I got. She gave it to me. I never looked at the pictures. Wow. She says to me, she says, you have colon cancer. And I'm still sitting there like, my God, is she talking to me? Right. Because the devil is alive. Right. I don't have no colon cancer. Right. And so I'm still sitting there. And so the person that accompanied me, they said, well, did you get the results back already? How can you say, you know, she's got colon cancer? Right. And she's like, uh, this is what I see. Huh. And so I go to my mom's house. I tell my mom, I say, they think. Mm-hmm. So it upset my mom and my dad. Yes. Because for her to be the GI doctor, all you're supposed to do is do the colonoscopy. Right. You don't supposed to diagnose me or what you think. And she already telling you. But she, I didn't understand that why she told me though. But you know what? Before you go further, Sonia. Your initial response to that set the tone. I just sat down like, because okay. you. Okay. Mhm. Okay. And then I thought about what yeah. God said. I said, God, this is what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. This is what you need. Mm-hmm. So I knew that I was in a safe place. Right. Whatever she told me, right. I was still in a safe place. Right. Because He told me to go. Amen. So, she said, "You need to go see a colorectal surgeon." Hmm. So. I scheduled that appointment like the third week in January. Okay. And I went to see him. Mm-hmm. He said it's not confirmed. I can't confirm. I, it's not confirmed. So he's saying it can't be mm-hmm. confirmed. It, he said, okay. but I know, I know it's not supposed to be there. Right. So we're going to get it out. And he started telling me about the statistics and you know how people live and people die. And he was explaining to me and Mika, I was sitting there just like. I'm sitting here. No, now, how, how, what was going on through your mind at that time? Nothing. Gotcha. <laughs> Nothing. Gotcha. And he knew it. <laughs> he said, he says, ma'am, I'm trying to scare you. I said, oh, no, sir. Uh-uh. <laughs> you got the wrong one. You're not going to be able to scare me. Hello? I said, God got this. Whatever going on, God mm-hmm. got it. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm going to set you up to get it out of there. Okay. He said, I'm going to treat it like it's cancer. It's not confirmed yet that it's cancer. Mm-hmm. So in the midst of all this, I'm still telling my family, you know, I'm not sure it's not confirmed. I, I don't know for sure, right. but it looks like it. Okay. And so <laughs> maybe two days later, I, I got the phone call. Mm-hmm. And they said, you know, you have colon cancer. My and, God. and I said, okay. Mm-hmm. So I said, I need to call my mom mm-hmm. because I know it's going right. to tell my mom up. Right. And I called my mom, and it told my mom up. I know it did. I know it, it did. It broke my father's heart. I know it did. It broke my children's heart, except my old, my baby girl, the one that stayed with me. It didn't touch her. Mm. It didn't face her. My God. From the time that day, mm-hmm. 
they told me I had colon cancer mm -hmm. until February the 19th. So we took it out rapidly. Mm -hmm. My weight rapidly, me rapidly, rapidly. It's not, when it, my like my body hurt. You got cancer. It's like it took every, every fat cell I had everywhere. Just eating away. It took it rapidly. It took it. It took it so fast that one time I looked at myself and God said, don't look at yourself. Don't mm. look at yourself. Okay. Because I was skin and bones. My God. And as I'm telling my family and my children, all they're thinking about is the Black Panther. You know, he had colon cancer. And I'm telling my mama, mm -hmm. I'm not I'm not the Black Panther. No, he's The not Black Panther, Panther, not me. Right. His story ain't my story. Right. I Amen. said, God told me I'm going to live. Amen. He told me I'm coming out safe. Amen. And I'm coming out safe. Amen. So I'm telling my family, mm -hmm. I'm coming out mm -hmm. on the other side. I'm speaking it. Oh, glory. I'm coming out you on the other side. You have what you say. I'm coming out on the other mm -hmm. side. Mm -hmm. But Mika. Mm -hmm. It's so much in this. I, I got to just, it just. Take your time. It's so much in this. But it broke my family's heart. I know it did. It had my family in such a panic. Mm -hmm. Mika, they was calling me every day. My family was texting me every day. I said, God, this is too much. I said, I understand how when Jesus went to heal Jairus' daughter, mm -hmm. he had to put him out. Right. And I said, I love my family. Mm -hmm. But I got to put my family out right now. Because everybody say, why are you working? Because I'm still working in the midst of all this. Still I'm working. Going to work. I'm working. Wow. I'm taking care of elderly people and I'm loving it. Wow. I could go to work, take care of my people, come home and Mika, my baby said, what is wrong with you? As soon as I hit the door, I go to the sofa. I, after that, I couldn't move. My God. I'd be in the house. I'm so cold. Still serving. Still in serving. In the midst of it all. They never knew. Everybody could say, what's wrong with you? Oh, I'm just got some stomach problems. I, that's, I never told them to the day before. Mm. But so in the midst of that, mm -hmm. my family is distraught, heartbroken, know it. except this one. Mm -hmm. My children, my oldest two, they had to bring me in check. They tell, they said, Mom, mm -hmm. stop talking to us like we are you. Because wow. I'm saying, what are y'all worried about? What you crying about? What you upset about? Mm -hmm. And in their mind, they're looking at me like, that's where you are. You're not scared. We over here, Mama. We scared. Mama, you got cancer. Right. I know what I got. Mm -hmm. But I'm not scared. And I told my middle daughter, I said, stop that crying. Mm -hmm. I said, God cannot use me dead. That's true. I said, I'm going to grab the God alive mm -hmm. and dead. Why are he going to let this happen? No. Mm -hmm. So my mama began to fuss at me. No, she did. Uh, yeah. What stage you in? I say, what do it matter? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I need to know. I said, no, you don't need to know. Right. I told my mom I could be in the final stage. Mm -hmm. I could be in my last hours. Mm -hmm. God said he's coming to get me. He's coming to get me. Right. Oh, you don't ask no questions. You don't want to know what stage you You don't ask no questions. You're not like me. The, the first <laughs> pain, my mom said, the first pain I get, I'll, I'll be at the doctor's <laughs> office. I'll, I'll be at the doctor's office. I can hear her say yeah. that. You, you just going gonna to sit back and slide out oh and die. God. I said, God ain't going to let me die. Amen. Because I got my faith on the line. Standing on it. He not going to let me die. Flat foot. So my mom oh said, Sonia, please, you stay in the light. Don't pay us no mind. She told you that. You stay in the light. Stay in the light. You stay in the light. <laughs> because they kept saying, they kept saying, you sick. No, I'm not. They would call me, where you at work? Why are you at work? You sick. No, I'm not. I'm not sick. I am not sick. My I God. never let my family tell me I was sick. I rejected it. No, I'm not. My God. The man healed me 2,000 years ago. Amen to that. He didn't just heal me 
February the 19th. Amen. Jesus healed me yes, 2,000 he years ago. Yes, he did. Tell it. And I received that. Yes. It ain't nothing. He He already did already it. Already done. So why would I not walk in that? Amen. Why would I let the devil take that from me? Amen. What Jesus already gave me. Amen. So I said, no, Ma, Jesus healed me 2,000 oh, two two thousand years ago. Yes, he did. And I'm walking in that. Mm-hmm. I said, honey, I got the victory. Hello. Hello. Talk about it. Talk I about have it. the victory. Talk about and it. And that's what so many saints of God forget. lose. They forget. They lose this. They do. They say, when you get your sickness, you, you say, I'm fighting cancer. Oh, I'm dealing with cancer. Mm-hmm. Or people say, I'm battling cancer. Mm-hmm. The moment that you begin to declare that over your life, you have lost the battle. Woo. When you say, I'm battling cancer. No, I didn't battle cancer. Ooh. No, I didn't fight cancer. And no, I didn't deal with cancer. Ooh. I told my mama, I said, Mom, I got cancer. Mm-hmm. I am not in denial. Because my mama said, you in denial. No, mm-hmm. I'm not in denial. Mm-hmm. I understand I got it. Mm-hmm. It ain't got me. It ain't controlling my life. Say, I'm say. controlling it. Pause. I, I, I need you to say that again. You, you have cancer. But it doesn't, it doesn't have, have you. It can't. It can't take your spirit. It can't take your beliefs. It can't take anything you standing on. Amen, Sonya. And I kept Amen. saying, I kept saying, I asked, I'm asking God, God, am I all right? Am mm-hmm. I normal? Do I supposed to feel like I'm feeling? Mm-hmm. Cause I'm not scared. Right. You know, my family running around panicking, and I'm like, God, am I okay? Is this normal for me? Mm-hmm. What is going on? He said, You, you standing in faith. Amen. You're standing in faith. Amen. And it's going to help somebody. It it's going to help your family. Because yes. I kept telling, uh-uh, no, don't do that. Mm-hmm. They're going to call me, son, you have, I said, uh-uh, oh, no. Uh-uh, <laughs> uh-uh, uh-uh, we ain't talking today. Right, right. If you want to call and talk to me, I need you to feed my faith. Right. Now, if you're not going to feed my faith, mm-hmm. we can't do this. Amen. I, I need you to feed my faith. Don't call me with no pity. Mm-hmm. That's why I never told them at work I was sick. Because I don't want people to pity me. Right. When you can go through a trial mm-hmm. and come out, then people see the glory of God. Amen. That's why you didn't tell me? I never knew. Now you know because you need to know now. Amen. That's how God operates. But God did it for me 2,000 years ago. Amen. And so I received that. Mm-hmm. I didn't fight cancer. I didn't battle with it, and mm-hmm. I didn't deal with it. Amen. God fought it for me. Yes. But it gave me the victory. Hey, glory. The victory. But it gave me the victory. My God. But it told my family. family to pieces my god when this whole thing was over mm-hmm. my mama said i know you didn't look at those pictures i need you to go get those pictures i got the picture she said look at this third picture tell me what do you see i said i see all this black uh-huh. and i see all this yellow she said yeah puss and i see all this red blood yeah oh wow she like Sonya. now i know why when the GI doctor looked in there, I know why she told you you had colon cancer. Wow. If you looked at the pictures, you would have knew. She said, it didn't look good. So you never looked at them going through the process? I never looked at them. Wow. I gave them to my mama. Mm-hmm. She made a copy, gave them back to me. I put them in an the envelope. I put them up. What mm. What am I looking at them for? Mm. I'm not worried about that. Mm. I'm trying to keep my eyes on the one on my prize. Yes. So I couldn't take my eyes off of nothing there. Mm-hmm. I look like death, Mika. My God. I was down to 109 pounds. Are you serious? 109 pounds. I was nothing but skin and bones. My I said, God, God nothing to take but my life. He mm-hmm. want my life, but he can't have it. But no, every right. fat cell I had, from the crown of my head to the sole of my feet, 
I had no fat cells in my body. My God. And I looked at myself. I said, God, look at me. Mm-hmm. And I started tearing up. Mm-hmm. And the spirit said, stop looking at yourself. Keep your focus. Mm-hmm. What has the word of God said to you concerning you? Right. And I said, you told me that no weapon formed against me was going to be possible. Amen. So I said, look at him, counsel. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you got him. Mm-hmm. But since you him, uh-huh, this is going to be for the glory of God. Mm. You won't get no glory out this story. I know what your intent and your plan was. You came to kill, to steal, and to destroy. Mm-hmm. My mom said, what stage are you in? I don't know. My God. Stage two colon yeah, cancer. Stage two. My God. Prognosis not good at all. Mm. But I didn't hear that. But God. That's all I heard, but God. Mm-hmm. God said, I'm the one that always causes you to try on. Yes, always. Oh, when he said always, he meant always. Oh, he meant always. always. Yes, ma'am. He meant always. Yes, ma'am. So the 19th of February, mm-hmm. the doctors took it out. Took the tumor out. The doc, When he comes in to wake me up, mm-hmm. he says to me, mm-hmm. didn't you feel that tumor in your stomach? You never felt this size. I never felt it. I didn't try to touch myself. I didn't. How, what was the size of it? The size of a grapefruit. Wow. He said, when I walked in and I saw you on the table, I saw the tumor perturbed sticking out. Sticking out your stomach. So you didn't see that? He said, oh, you trying your body to get used to that. I, I didn't see that. Your, I didn't see so it, your body was trained to just sustain that sitting inside of you. Yes. My God. Yes. And let me tell you this. Let me tell you the awesome thing about God. Mm-hmm. Tell it. When they first did all the X-rays, Mika, mm-hmm. you know your colon goes up like this. It goes up, across, and come down. Right. When they first did it, looked at it, Mika, the tumor was here. The tumor was going up. It was going up. It was going. Mm-hmm. This is vertical. Uh-huh. It was going up. Two weeks before my surgery, uh-huh. I started having normal BMs. I said, Mom, I said, what is this? I said, my BMs are normal. Uh-huh. I called my dad. I said, Daddy, my BMs normal. Uh-huh. He's like, maybe the tumor's shrinking. Right. I said, I don't know. Something going on. Uh-huh. Maybe the tumor's shrinking. Right. And so when I went to have surgery, the person that accompanied me, I said, look, I say, if he may ask you, tell him that, mm-hmm. you know, I've been having normal BMs. Mm-hmm. Mika, let me tell you what happened. What happened? The tumor travel, it went from here. Uh-huh. And when he got ready to do it, it was it was it, it came up and went it was it was laying across my stomach. Oh my god. Yes. He says to me, ma'am, I don't think you understand this. He said, Do you know that that could have obstructed? He said it could have tore your intestine, your colon. He said it could have metastasized, broke open and spread. He said, ma'am. I thought I was going to suction it out. He said, but when I realized how big it was, uh-huh. I had to pull it out. He said, it made me work. He said, and I was concerned about in the process of pulling it out mm-hmm. that I was going to break some of it off. My God. But he broke, he was able to pull it all out. Wow. He got all of it out. I was never sick. But once he got it out of there, uh-huh. I was sick. Hmm. I was sick. Throwing up sick in the hospital. My God. 
And because it was so big and it had stored so much blood, mm-hmm. maybe like a week after after I used using the bathroom, yeah. it still was blood. It still was blood. Yeah. Because it, it was so big. So after that, then I began to realize, God, let me see how sick I was, how sick I was supposed to be. I didn't know it then. I said, oh, my God. God, I was supposed to be sick. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You, you see it mm. now. I didn't I didn't see it then. I couldn't smell. If I smelled food, me, it would make oh. you sick. You, you couldn't. And it had like a projectile on it. When I was sick, it just, it could just oh, I just can't explain it to you. Oh, my God. Just weak. Weak. For, I know for two weeks, Mika, just weak. Well, I went back to see him. Mm-hmm. And after three weeks, I went, he said, I want to see you back. And so we went, I went back, and I, I, was, I was heading in. He's, and the nurse was like, oh, he got something to tell you. He got something to tell you. He got something to tell you. I'm like, okay, okay. Uh-huh. He said, he said, the said no, I don't believe this. He said, I told my colleague, you're not going to believe this. Wow. He said, I tested 20 of your lymph nodes in your stomach area, in uh-huh. your colon area. Uh-huh. 20 lymph nodes. He said, ma'am, you don't have no cancer in your body. What? No way. I say, what I told you he was gonna do. What did I tell you, go? I look said, I at God. Said, you told me, you told me what he was gonna do. He said, now look, I don't think you need it. I uh-huh. don't think you need chemo or radiation. He said, but I'm not the oncologist. I said, well, let me tell you this right here. If they tell me I need, it, I'm telling you right now, I'm not gonna take no chemo, and I'm not gonna take no radiation. When God do a thing, He finished what He started. Amen. Can't mm. no man get the credit for that. No chemo, no radiation at all. So your auntie said, when you go see the oncologist, I want to go. I said, you can go. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you this. If they talking about I got to have further treatment, I'm telling you right now, if that's why you're going, I'm not doing it. I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. So she said, well, I'm going to go with you. I said, okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. We go in there. The woman, the doctor is still in the maze. The oncologist is in the maze. Wow. She said, you don't understand this, ma'am. She said, most people that have cancer removed from their bodies have to have further treatment. She said, ma'am. But you don't. My I God. said, ma'am, that's God. My God. I said, the man has showed out for me. Sonny. The man has showed out for me. And that's what amazed me when you first shared this with me. Because even in the midst of that tumor, being in your body, he was well protected. And the fact that you stood even when you heard the words yourself and you decided to make the choice to stand on what you, not what somebody told you, but what you know. And what you know is what set you free. Absolutely. It's the truth that you know. I knew Amen. that Amen. because I knew that God was a healer. Right. In 2015, mm-hmm. I broke my hip. In 2015, my God. I broke my hip in two places. Mm-hmm. You, your hip, you got your socket and your hip. Uh-huh. I broke my socket and my hip my in two God. places. Seven screws. I went and had surgery. Mm-hmm. I had surgery on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. On a Friday, he said, ma'am, you can go home. My mama said, don't let her go home. Don't let her go home. <laughs> because my mama know when I get home, I'm not going to sit down. Right. I'm, I'm going to be moving. I'm going to move. Right. He said, uh-uh. She said, don't let her go home. I went home on a Friday. Uh-huh. They came the next week, did therapy. Uh-huh. And then the next week, I was back at work. Walking. Walking. My I was God. at work. 
My God. Phoebe put in my hospital <laughs> down home. They called and said, look, your story is miraculous. Can wow. we put your story? We want to put your story in this Phoebe in the magazine. My God. So I'm not no I'm not a stranger to, to the to the miraculous works of Jesus. Amen. I know what he did. Mm-hmm. When, when my husband died in 2013, mm-hmm. that was meant to destroy me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was meant to destroy me mm-hmm. because I didn't know where to go from there. Right. I had no clue, no idea. I said, God, what am I even doing? What am I doing? Mm-hmm. I don't even know what I'm doing. But I like to lose my mind. But looking at me, I look good and happy and smiling. Good but on the inside, I want to go somewhere and jump off a cliff. Right. Because I don't know what my life is doing. Right. Oh God. But God brought me out. God said, get a grip on yourself. Mm-hmm. He said, now you got good grief and you got bad grief. Mm-hmm. Make up your mind which one you want to deal with. Mm. And I said, God, I'm going to take the good grief. Mm-hmm. And he began to navigate me. He said, now this is what you do. Mm-hmm. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. You're going to get rid of that. You're going to move that. You're going to make changes. And as I began to make changes, I said, okay. So I'm not a stranger to what he can't do. I Amen. know what he can do. Amen. But I did not know that I would hear those words. I always said, if I ever heard somebody, doctor tell me I got cancer, I said, oh, God, I'm probably going to pass out or something. You know, this is what I'm saying to myself. And, and then I heard, I'm like, what does that mean, cancer? What? You, you know, you, you're talking to me? You didn't know your own strength. Yeah, and the doctor talking to me, he's he looking at me. <laughs> Ma'am, I'm trying to scare you. I know, ain't no scaring in me. Amen. It's the God I serve in me. Amen. He don't scare Amen. And if he don't scare you, you can't scare me. Amen. He said, well, what to do? I said, you, t- you tell me what we're going to do. Whatever you say we're going to do, we're going to do. But I told God, you got to get the glory, all the glory. I can't have no chemo radiation mm-hmm. because then chemo radiation get the glory. I said, God, you got to do it. Well, a man ain't had nothing to do with this. Amen. You did it. You was able to let him take it out of there. Mm-hmm. It did not break off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you was able to let no trace of cancer be my God. in my body. My God. With 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 that, with with you just facing that head on the way that you did, Sonia, what would you tell somebody that just got a diagnosis and they are well aware of the Lord, but it has shaken their faith? What would you tell them? I would tell them to refocus. Mm. Get your focus back. Mm-hmm. Get your focus back on the word of God. Amen. He says, who is man mm-hmm. that we are mindful of him? Mm-hmm. I don't care if man told me I was going to die next week. Right. Man, you ain't nobody. Amen. Amen. You got to trust what you know. Amen. Now, if you don't know it, you need to get to studying and meditating and spending time with the God so you can get to know it. Because if you don't know it. Amen. You're going to die. That was sent, that was Cain to kill me. Yeah. But so, oh, you the Cain for the wrong somebody now. Because you don't even know me like, uh-uh. Right. I don't even get down with you like that. Right. Sickness can't be in my body. Mm-hmm. You can't be in my company. Mm-hmm. You can't be in my midst. You can't be in my family. But let me tell you the, let me tell you the thing about God. Mm-hmm. When people talk about, I'm a curse breaker. No, baby. Let me tell you about a curse breaker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did not know why this thing had bothered my daddy so much. Mm-hmm. My daddy would call me every day, text me every day. My family, they I never seen my family respond to me like they have. My God. I know my family loved me. My God. But we were distant. But every day somebody from my family was saying something to me. Amen. But my daddy, mm-hmm. my father, bless his heart. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it. It tore him up. Wow. It shook him up. Mm. I said, Daddy. 
I ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. I did not know that my grandfather, he died from colon cancer. My God. I said, well, I done took this for everybody in my family. Mm-hmm. The devil, you hear me, devil? Mm-hmm. Nobody else in my family. I done broke that curse. Mm-hmm. Cancer can't reign nobody in my family. I took that bullet for them. Amen. You understand? Know no, I took, I let myself be a sacrifice. Yes. That can't happen, no. I broke that curse. Mm-hmm. So if cancer come, I'm telling everybody in my family, send it back to the pits of hell. You need to resist the devil, and he will flee. Amen. I resisted Amen. that booger. You hear me? You did. We ain't getting down. I said, uh-uh, we ain't getting down like this. Mm-hmm. Their father's not here. Now, how you think you're going to come and take their mama from them? No. It won't be God did it, because mm-hmm. God said, I can't give you life. Yes. So if the, if, the, if I would have left early, as early demise, that was the devil. Mm-hmm. So I said, I don't know. They father's not here. You even take their mama. If Amen. you think you can take their mama, Amen. you're not taking their mama. Amen. So that one right there. Mm-hmm. They were somewhere. How, how is PJ? How is patience? Patience fine. She fine. She could tell you. I mm-hmm. said, she ain't making nothing up. I'm okay. I'm right. not sick. I'm, I'm okay. Right. But they worry about the fact that she saw me. I said, but it's easy because she was there through the transition. Amen. Now, had you came up and saw me, you was like, girl, something wrong with you because you had not seen me. Right. But she lived through the transition. Mm-hmm. And she, when mm-hmm. she really realized it was maybe two days before my surgery. Wow. I said, I want, I said, Peach, I want my back. I want you to clean my back for me. Mm-hmm. And so I noticed when she came in, she was rubbing my back real soft. I said, well, why are you doing that? She's like, Ma, you just skin and bones, Ma. Mm. I said, baby, I know. I said, but clean my back. I said, Mama going to be all right. I said, I'm going to be out on the other side. That's right. And so once I got home and started healing, mm-hmm. she came to me and she she was about to cry. Mm-hmm. She said, Ma, I just realized you like to die. Mm. And I said, but God. But God. I say, but God. Amen. And so she's seen that strength. So it's not. It ain't nothing fake. It ain't nothing new to her because she's seen you. But my other children, mm-hmm. oh, they just cried. They cried. They cried. My God. So what y'all crying about? They like, Mom, you got cancer. And mm-hmm. it's not bigger than the name of Jesus. What is it's it's not bigger than the name of Jesus. Amen I know that. y'all feel like this is a death sentence, mm-hmm. but when I'm when I come out this run, mm-hmm. I'm living. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm living. And that's what people have to do. It's all about, definitely about, you know, I it's a quote out there, but it's so true when it talks about how, you know, even when things happen out of your control, but you can control your response to it. And speaking life the way that you did from the beginning of a situation, that did nothing but act, mm-hmm. activate that manifestation of your healing. And that's what, that's what's, wrong with a lot of people mm-hmm. when they go to the doctor the doctor say well you got this and then you hear that and you receive that right whatever they say you have then before you know it oh oh you know here come that symptom you got that symptom and before you know it you have what the doctor say you have yeah and that's how people are being defeated i don't care what you say i got mm-hmm. i know the greater one is in me mm-hmm. and you can't handle the greater one in me mm-hmm. now you can try to come in here and handle him mm-hmm. but this is temple so if the, this is his temple he ain't going to live here with no counsel. Mm-hmm. It's not possible. And Amen. that's what I'm going to stand on. Amen. It's the God we serve. Amen. He's a good God. Don't he mind. is a good God. Ain't he a always, good God? always, no matter what it looks like, no matter what the doctors say, no matter what the, the, the reports say, mm-hmm. God is good at mm-hmm. all times, all times. And we must continue to stand on his word. 
He said, I will perfect everything that concerns you. Everything. Everything. I've been walking in that hard for about the past two weeks, Sonya. Everything that concerns me. When he say everything, everything. he everything. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. anything that come to you that's not him, yes. uh-uh, that's not my yes. portion. No, don't try that. That's yes. not my portion. Exactly. You do not receive that. That's right. Because once you receive it, that's it. That's right. That's your, that's your center. Mm-hmm. But I choose to believe the report Amen. If I don't believe what's in the book, I might as well close it, stop reading, right. stop I'm, stop everything I'm right. doing for God. Right. If I'm not going to believe what I read, close the book if right. you're not going to believe it. And that word is living and breathing. Close the book. Alive. Yes. Don't, mm-mm. He said mm-mm. his words are spirit that give you life. Life. Not death. Not death. Mm-mm. So you got to know what you hear. You got to be mindful who's in your ear. Yes, you definitely got to even uh, with my family, protect your like, ear gate, your like, mouth gate. Y'all doing too much. Y'all <laughs> doing. Yeah. I was. Y'all doing extra. <laughs> yes. I'm. I'm here trying to hold on, fight, keep my faith. Yes. He told me to fight for my faith. Yes. That's the only thing he told me to fight for. He didn't say fight no battles. Mm-hmm. He didn't say fight no disease. He mm-hmm. said fight, contend for your faith. Yes. I'm trying to contend for my faith, mm-hmm. and I need y'all around the ring. Say, come on, girl. I need you cheering me on. Don't yes. call me with that. Pity stuff. Amen. I don't. I, I ain't got. I don't have time for that in my life. Amen. Amen. I don't need no pity. Talk, talk, no. Mm-mm. Amen. I know what he's done for me. Mm-hmm. He he's, he's got a track. I got a track record with yes. him. Yes. Yes. So I know what he can do. Mm. You just got to put him to it. That's true. That's true. And this is for anybody that you, the doctor said you got or you on some kind of medication. You will be surprised if you walk away. You will be surprised how your faith will kick in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you would be surprised. How you say, you know what? I ain't taking this no more. I did the same thing with high blood pressure pills. I walked away. I did not wait for my pressure to go down. Mm-hmm. My pressure was high when I walked away. Mm-hmm. I my walked God. away. My God. I was on three high blood pressure medication. They put me on one. It elevated. Put me on elevated. My and I God. said, God, I can't do this no more. Mm-hmm. Ain't no way how I'm going to lay hands on the sick. And then, hey, I got pills in me. I'm not doing that. Amen. I walked away. Amen. And even when I was at the hospital, mm-hmm. I didn't realize they, they said, I see you got high blood pressure. I said, the devil is lying. I ain't got no high blood pressure. <laughs> oh, well, I'm looking at your files. I said, what file are you looking at? Uh-huh. Oh, from Phoebe Putney years ago? I said, honey, no, no, baby. Mm-hmm. Check my pressure. My pressure run like 115 over 74. I said, even if I run uh, something else, mm-hmm. get what? I don't have no high blood pressure. Amen. No. You're not going to tell me that every black person got high blood pressure. Right. Every right. time, hey, you got high, what? High blood pressure? <laughs> Do everybody black have high blood pressure? No. 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 No, that's not true. That's, that's so you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I walked away. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm not waiting for it to be low. I'm out for it now. I took my, the doctor said, you got to sign something. Say, you, I don't care what I got to sign. I'm not dealing with this. Them pills that control my life. My oh, God. I got to take the pill. Oh, I got to take the pill. <laughs> Bye. I, <laughs> I walked away. So I didn't know when you in a, when you in the system, mm-hmm. they was like, when they pulled my records, they pulled all my records oh, from all yeah. from Phoebe. My God. I see you got help. No, I don't. I said, ma'am, the devil's a lie. I don't have no high blood pressure, honey. Oh, my God. Sonia. They check my blood pressure every, every four hours in the hospital. I said, what, what are you talking about? I said, I ain't got no high blood pressure. <laughs> no, you're not going to speak that over me and I receive it. Amen. No. But it's when you hear that stuff and you receive it, mm-hmm. then your body starts to react to it. That's true. But I had fed someone faith to my body. Mm-hmm. It had no, no, it no had choice n- but to act on what you had already spoken it had no choice right. i commune i take communion every day amen commune i met a, a, a apostle gerald jackson mm-hmm. back i think i don't know he came to dawson you were there apostolic train he came one time okay. apostle gerald jackson 
teaching. You came one time when we had, I can't think of it. But anyway, that, oh, he taught, he did a teaching on the uh -huh. Miracle Meal. Okay. So from from years ago, I started doing communion every day. Uh -huh. So you telling me when I'm doing devil ain't working? Oh, it's working. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's working. Amen. He said all things work together for my good. Oh, baby, that taking communion every day with my faith. Oh, it's working. Amen. Amen. I'm I'm so um in awe of uh of just uh how how powerful um your testimony is, Sonya. The one thing that I do know is that you've never wavered. That's what at my, all. my dad said that. You've he never said, wavered you never. in everything that you've dealt with. You've never wavered, never wavered, and you've always had a smile on your face. So when I saw you and you shared your story with me, remember when you came in, I said, you got a glow. You did. I said, girl, I thought what I've been through. You, you said, what you been through? Did you and say I that? And I mean, you look so beautiful. Oh, it's the goodness of God. You were so beautiful when you walked in the house. Oh, glory. So for you to share that with me, I was like, my God, you had that glow. And, yeah, it was the glory. I it was, definitely it was, agree with that. It was the glory of God. And, and I just want our listeners out there to understand that it's, it's, it's your choosing. It's, it's your choosing. Yes. But I, I want you to know that, that God is available to you. Yes. Um, his word is available to you. And every promise is it's over 700 some promises in the Bible. Every promise is still alive and well. And still available to you. It's for the taking. And I guarantee you take hold of what you need to take hold and yes. stand on it. And and the enemy will come and try to yes, rock you. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. But stand no matter what. And I assure you, myself, along with Sonya, that what you pray for, what you believe for, the life you speak over yourself, and over what you believe in, it will manifest itself. Yes. The only thing that, that I do want you to understand is that God is not a liar and he don't make mistakes. Yes, Lord. And so that's when that's when you've got to allow your trust to stand flat footed in itself in in who um in who and what you believe in. I'm um so grateful because we all have a story to tell. We all do. Yes. But it's up to us as believers. And it's up to you as a believer. And if you're not, I I um I pray that that you will um give give God a try. He's good. Amen. Always. And um that I, I, I can go on and on. That's another whole show that I do plan <laughs> to do because I, I think God's been given a bad rap. Yes. And mm -hmm. um and, and I do want to address that yes. um mm -hmm. real soon. And I will. But I I just I <laughs> I'm in awe when when I tell you and I and I knew that that I wanted something to share her story with the world. Because I told you that day the house I was you like, did. You gotta share it with the you world. Did. But when God put on my heart to ask you to share on spiritual fortitude, and I was nervous. 
I was like, oh, oh man. It's going. Oh, my God. Is she going <laughs> to tell me no? no? And you were like, okay, I, I let you know. Okay. <laughs> then when you came back and was like, let's do it, I was like, yes. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. She's going to do it. It's because this, your testimony alone, Sonia, is going to save a life, even if it's just one. But I truly believe it'll save more than you one. Can you yes, can live. You can live. You can live. You can live. You can live. No matter what that diagnosis is, you can live. You can live. You can live. It's not the end. It's not. It's the mm-hmm. beginning for me. Amen. It is really the beginning. Amen. It's new beginning. It's a new beginning for me. Eight. It is. Yes. It is. It's a new beginning <laughs> for me. It is. Oh, my God. It is. And um, I truly am, uh, um, I, I know, um, that you you are a pastor, evangelist. You 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 pretty much all over the fivefold ministry. I'm everywhere. You you there. You there. You in there. But um, um, what is God telling you right now? And can you share it with us? What He's telling you right now for the people of God. For the people of God, is their word. When you look at Daniel. Well, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Mm-hmm. And they realized they're about to go in the fire. Mm-hmm. And they said, we know that God can, he's able to deliver. Yes. Now, he might not do it, mm-hmm. <laughs> but we know that he's able. Yes. And we got to have the mindset. He might not do it. He might, God might not have done this for me. Mm-hmm. But I know he was able. Amen. I knew he was able. Amen. And God does what he wants to do. Amen. And we just make ourselves available. Mm-hmm. But when they went in the fire, mm-hmm. they said they went in, it was three. Mm-hmm. They came out, it was four. Four. Right. Sometimes when you go in the fire, sometimes people feel like, God ain't with me, God ain't there. Mm-hmm. He's not near. Mm-hmm. When the boys went in, they did not know that, G- that God was in the fire. Amen. They didn't know that. They did not. They didn't know that. So sometimes you you in situations and problems that you don't really you don't you feel God he, he you know because you don't see him. Come on, son. But it don't matter to me whether right. or not if I saw him. Right. Come on. What mattered to me that the people saw him. Amen. When they came out the fire, mm-hmm. the people said, mm-hmm. "We put three in, but we see four coming out." Ooh, my God. The the, the Hebrew boy they didn't say that. Right. The people that was around saw that. Amen. So what God is saying, when you come out of the fire, don't worry about where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Just know when you come out, I'm with you. You might not see me. Yes. But when people see you come out your situations, mm-hmm. they're going to say, uh-huh. Now, I know she went in by herself. Mm-hmm. But she looking better. He looking better. Mm-hmm. He, he's doing good. Yes. With no I know, smoke. With no smoke. Oh. oh. So you might not see God sometimes, people. Right. You might not feel like you might not feel him. Right. But just know. Amen. You said it. Other people see me. It's the girl, what's on you? They see God on me. Mm-hmm. I don't, if people say, you look good, I'm like, for real? Because I don't see it. Amen. But he was in the fire with me, but I don't see it. Mm-hmm. But everybody that I sent a picture to, mm-hmm. it's the girl, you looking good. You looking, they see it. Yes. So if, I, so if I put a picture out there, uh-huh. it ain't to say sign look good. People say, I ain't trying to brag on myself. Right. If I put a picture on Facebook, mm-hmm. I want you to see how, what God done did. Because you didn't see me when I was 109 pounds, right. nothing but skin and bone. Right. So if I put a picture on Facebook, I'm trying to show you mm-hmm. that God went in the fire with me. Amen. And the same God that went in the fire with me mm-hmm. is the same God that's in the fire with you. Amen. 
Mm. You might not see it, yes. but I'm, when you come out, I say, girl, boy, you know you looking good. You're doing good. Uh-huh. Because uh-huh. God can't. God was in there with me. Amen. I wasn't, you're never alone. Never alone. Even yes. if you can't feel his presence, mm-hmm. you are never alone. That's true. He's there. Facts. Other people see God to God in you. Mm-hmm. You might can't see him. Amen. But guess what? The people around you. Amen. They see the God in you. Amen. The people around you, they see the God in you. Amen. The people around me. Mm-hmm. It's, girl, you look at, girl, what's going on? God. <laughs> the man I love so much. God. <laughs> the man I'll do anything for God. Amen. Amen. So just be, I want the people to be encouraged. Amen. You ain't be by yourself. He yeah. in the fire. That's right. If you just go on through it and stop fighting and bucking and don't want to go through, mm-hmm. go on through it. Mm-hmm. Say, if he don't bring me out, he can't bring me out. I know Amen. he's able to bring me out. Amen. And he'll bring you out. That's right. But he'll bring you out better. 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 Mm, that's better. a word. Better. That's a word. Better. Amen. Don't fight the fire. Don't fight the don't fire. Don't try to avoid it. Go in there gracefully, honey. Amen. You ain't by yourself. That's a word. I got you. it. You ain't by yourself. I got it. Never feel like you're by yourself. Amen. Joe said, I look to the left. I look to the right. I don't sin. Mm. But he said, that's all right. Long, Joe said, long as he know the way I take. Mm-hmm. I ain't got to locate him. <laughs> long as he know what, long as he know my location. Amen. Amen. I'm going to be okay. Yeah. We're going to be okay. My no. God. Yeah. We're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. We, so I, I knew you had something in there. I knew yeah. it. We're going to be all right. I had head. The son be all right. Are you, um. Are you uh, uh, doing anything anytime soon with regards to ministering? Whenever God opened the door, I'm gone. Gotcha. I told he told he's when he after after he first healed me. Uh huh. He said, "I want you to just mill it out for a little bit. Okay. I'm gonna tell you when it's time. I know I'm supposed to tell it, mm-hmm. but you know I didn't want to run telling, and he was telling me not to tell it. Right. And God said. He said, now you know why I healed you. Mm-hmm. I said, to get the glory. He said, yeah, I, for that reason, too, but I, I healed you not for you to keep your mouth closed. Right. He said, now's the time uh-huh. I want you to open your mouth. Start telling. So I'm finna start telling. Amen. I said, hey, hey devil, <laughs> you thought you were going to shut me down, didn't you? Oh, I got something for you now, honey. Yeah. Tell, I'm telling him when I say he was a lie. Yeah, I'm telling people, devil, you a lie. Yeah, you and your imps, you a lie. Telling people, you a devil here. Oh, he ain't got no power. That's what you done did to me. Amen. Oh, I got something for you. Yeah. I'm going to let you know what time it is now. Yeah. Amen. I'm the, the, the honey, he ain't nothing but a little huff in the puff, baby. That's right. Little huff in oh, the he puff. He ain't nothing but a little, little huff it. in the puff. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much, Sonia, for sharing your testimony with us. Thank you. It's so much, but honey, God said what he won't say. Yes, yes. And 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 when I tell you to come back, come on back. Come on back. back. Because I know there's a lot more in you that he wants to come out. Um listeners, thank you so much for tuning in to episode eight of Spiritual Fortitude. Uh, I am uh, so grateful uh, to each and every person that either watches, you know, the replays or you watch the lives. I just want you to know that I am truly, truly uh, grateful. And thank you so much for for riding with me um, on this journey. Um, But before I close out, I do want to go before God in prayer. And um, and let's just just spend a minute or two with him. So, Father God, thank you so much for yet another day. Thank you for your grace and new mercies. You blessed us by opening up both of our eyes today. And uh, that was the beginning of something beautiful. And, Lord, thank you for keeping us safe from danger, seen and unseen. Lord, thank you for just keeping us uh 
covered. Yes, Lord. Oh, under the blood of Jesus. And Father God, right now, I thank you for my sister, Sonia. Thank you for her daughter, Patience. Lord, thank you for how you've showed up and shown out in her life for your glory. Yes, Lord. We know that our life is not our own. We belong to you. And it's only what you want that really matters the most. Thank you so much for the gift of life and thank you for the opportunity to live it loud and do those things that you placed in our hearts and our minds with passion and with purpose to uh, to complete, to complete what you set forth of what you want to manifest here on earth. Father God, thank you so much for our families. Father God, bless the 102.6, the situation family, Father God, each and every person and their involvement in the station, Lord. Thank you so much for who they are, for what you've placed on their hearts to do. And Lord, thank you for using them for a higher purpose. I give you glory, honor, and praise right now. Bless our listeners, Lord, that are listening now and that will listen in the future. And until we meet again, Lord, we give you honor, glory, and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, everybody. And until we come together again, which will be in June, actually June the 12th, that is my birthday weekend, number 47. I am excited and grateful, full of gratitude (laughs) about that. And um, it should be a really great show. So, um, until then, I want you to do three things. And I remember this time. Last time I had a hard time remember. I don't know what was wrong with me, but <laughs> I remember this time. So, number one, protect your peace. Yes. Number two. Oh, son, you messed me up. <laughs> number one. <laughs> Jarvis going to get me on this one. So, protect your peace. Pack your patience. And walk in love, everybody. I got it. <laughs> Pack your patience. Walk. <laughs> Pack your patience. Protect your peace. And walk in love, everybody. I swear I'm going to get it next time. <laughs> love you to life. Goodbye. <laughs> ah, this is for everybody who's been restored. D. Lawrence coming at you. Get up. Come on, y'all. Let's sing this song. before you.
everybody mend it. Jonathan Nelson at purpose. Y'all bless him. 